how to maintain our freshness, our enjoyment, the sweet relationship with the Lord. Over a long period of time, we might experience it for a few days after a conference or after some event or something, but how do you stay fresh? And how does, uh, how do you maintain your, your burden, you know, your serving burden? And, uh, you know, I, Peter's portion, you know, from Luke uh, about Mary and Martha is a, is a great one. There's another portion. It's in Matthew 11, 28, where the Lord is calling all the people to come to him to rest. He said, come to me, all who toil and labor, and I will give you rest. And the footnote in, in, the, lifestyle, uh, in the recovery version is so good. It talks about the kind of toil that we face. First of all, it's the toil of trying to be success. Of, no, no, sorry. The toil of trying to keep the law. For us, it's the toil of trying to be a good brother, good sister, trying to keep the standard, the, the struggle to read my Bible, to pray, to have a normal time with the Lord, to, do, to check all the boxes and do everything right. And then the other, the other toil was to be successful in any kind of work. This, the, that footnote just about covers my entire Christian life. I've always tried to be a good brother. I always wanted to. Uh, I'm still, you know, Chris, I, I don't know about you, but I think the Lord yoked us together because we're two of the worst brothers in the whole recovery. Uh, yeah, pretty much. One, one and two. <laughs> and uh, and then to be successful in any work, goodness. And you, you know, let me just say something else. A few years ago, I was at the point of a, I think it was a physical, nearly like a physical breakdown. I was, I was going, you know, 100 miles an hour in 100 different directions. I was Martha, you know. And uh, I had some fellowship with Brother Rick. You know, he's the he's the coworker's doctor in. He just told me, you have to stop. You just have to stop. And during that time, I realized, you know, and, and I think this is really true for the young people, is that, you know, we have, our, we have our phones. And we are dealing with so much data, so much information coming from every direction. And I'm not just talking about sinful things or worldly things. I'm talking about just the volume of information that we today are having to process, uh, whether it's a text, a video, a Facebook, uh, social media, any kind of thing. It's just coming. I mean, I was in a Lord's Day meeting here in Texas this morning on Zoom, and I, during the meeting, I got 60 text messages. Um, we're, we're, we're in a realm today, in an age today, that is just unprecedented. And I say this because the need for us to be fresh, to be refreshed in the Lord is more important now and more yeah. crucial now than ever before. You know, there's another verse. Uh, this is in John chapter 5, where the Lord is kind of rebuking the Pharisees. He said, you search the scriptures because in them you think uh, that you have eternal life. And these are they that testify concerning me but you're not willing to come to me right. that you might have life. Two times he says, come to me. Yeah. Oh, so, you know, and Peter's example is also really good. You know, how the Lord 
was able to just leave the crowd, dismiss the crowd, or go to a mountain, desert, you know, he, he just, you know, the disciples must have witnessed this again and again and again, where the Lord would just disappear. He would just, where, where's Jesus? Where did, where did where'd the Lord go? He's gone. And they'd go searching for him, and then they'd find him. He was alone. And they could tell he was conversing with the Father. <clears throat> we, we, have to, we have to get really good at this. Uh, we have to leave the crowd. We have to leave our phone. We have to set things aside and just come to him. Yeah. You know, my, my, I, testimony, sorry, my testimony is, uh, it's this thing. This little red, this little red New Testament is, is such a lifesaver to me. Every morning before, before I do anything, I eat a couple of verses just to be refreshed because I can't handle this until I handle this. And uh, all I need is one or two verses and I'm back. I'm good. And then come back again and again. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I, I just wanted to um, echo that. Um, I mean, there's just there's just no there's no substitute. There's no kind of service to the Lord that replaces or, or mitigates the need for us to have that kind of just at least a few minutes of quiet, alone time with the Lord. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you you mentioned this the other day, Tom, in one of your messages about you know how you just stepped out to take walk with the Lord and you told the Lord, I just I need you to walk with me. Man, I have been walking that way since you said that. That really helped me. And um, even even before I pick up my New Testament, I found for the last few days, I need to first just quiet down. Yeah. Just quiet down my anxieties, my concerns, my weight, whatever it is. It just, man, have those precious few minutes yeah. in case he's got something to say to me today. Yeah. And it's been amazing. I mean, the first day was kind of pro forma. Maybe that was, I don't know, Monday or Tuesday, I forget. But now, by man, about Thursday, he's just been right there. And he says, yeah, I, I do have something for you. I do have some things I want to share with you. Yeah. And, and I want, you know, I mean, and today, uh, man, he just out of the blue, he just talked to me about my will. And his will. Wow. And, if, and if I hadn't had those, just that 15, 20 minutes was probably all it amounted to. I would have missed that. Yeah. yeah. I, I'd have missed that. So there's saints, Nathaniel, we just can't lose that time. And it doesn't have to be fireworks. It doesn't have to be great. It just, it just spend a little time with him. As open as you can be, as honest as you can be, just be on the mountain with him, like like those thousands were, you know. That, yeah. Anyway, you know, I just thought, <clears throat> you know, my wife says I'm ADD. You know what ADD is? It's called attention deficit, deficit disorder. disorder. <laughs> attention deficit disorder 
And uh, so, you know, I am just, you know what I'm like? I mean, my disposition, what am I? You, you know how you blow a balloon up and it gets real big and then you let it go and it just starts flying all over the place. Well, that's, that's me. That's me. And uh, I think, I think my kids with my, my wife's assessment. But uh, I'll tell you, these days, like this morning, man, did I have a tug in my spirit to stop and spend time with the Lord. I just like it. It, it did the that that feeling, that tug of I have got to stop and spend time with the Lord was very strong. Thank the Lord, man. <laughs> I need something to stop me. And uh, that that sense within, you know, the Lord, that was the Lord himself, you know, just drawing me to stop. And I think every one of us has got that. Yeah. Man, we need to, we need to pay attention to that and we need to stop and we need to sit down and just, okay. 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 Here I am. I like talking, you know, that, uh, that 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 uh, you know in Romans, uh, Lord's uh, Paul says that that Christ has set uh, God has set forth Christ as the propitiation place, you know, mm -hmm. the propitiation place, and uh, and then in Exodus thirty, when uh, I think it's or maybe it's twenty five, where where God is talking to Moses about the propitiation place, and he says. Okay, so the, in this place, I will meet with you. I will meet with you, and I will talk with you, and I will speak to you from between the cherubim. Yeah. And so, you know, this place, this propitiation place, is now in my spirit. And so, you know, when I don't have that much time, I like to, to say, okay, Lord Jesus, here I am. I'm in the propitiation. I mean, you as the propitiation place. Now, you said that you would speak to me from between the cherubim. And I have enjoyed this time, these times, with this kind of realization. In my spirit, there is a place where God meets with me and He talks. With me. He promised to do so. He promised. He said, I will. I will speak with you. I will talk to you. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway. Hey, Tom, wasn't it, um, uh, Brother Nee or, or, or Peter, uh, I can't remember where it was, but I was looking for it the other day, where Brother Nee, I'm pretty sure it was Brother Nee, said, uh, and he was talking to the ones who were serving the Lord. He said, if you can't stop serving, you're serving. You're not qualified to start. Do you remember that? I, th I think it might have to do with the, the building, Emmy Barber. <clears throat> you know, if you're if you're not able to stop for the sake of God's building, referring to David wanting yeah. to build the temple, and then the the word came, stop, even though he had the the money, the materials, the skill, the ability, right? right. But he stopped, and so if if you're not someone that can stop for the sake of God's building, you're not qualified to participate. So, yeah. Something like that. 
yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Now, this is this is one of the reasons why the morning time, and you know, I don't want to set that down as some kind of a standard or law, but you know, when you wake up in the morning, you're kind of fresh and your mind isn't really cluttered. And uh, that's a good time. Uh, you know, I still love this verse in Mark. And rising very early in the morning, talking about the Lord Jesus, it says he went out and he went away to a deserted yeah. place. And there he prayed. He went out and he went away. Right. You know, those two uh, descriptions uh, are really good. Um, to a deserted place, and there he prayed. Amen. Amen. You know, actually, maybe I could mention one more thing, and this is just kind of anecdotal, I guess. Um, uh, in Psalm, and I'm trying to remember the Psalm, you know, actually it's Psalm, one thing I've asked of Jehovah, and that will I seek, 20, is it 24, 4, something like that? to dwell in the house of Jehovah all the days of my life, to inquire in his temple. Anyway, one of those verses, and I'd have to look it up and find it, it, it ends with, when will I appear before Jehovah? Something like that. And uh, this, this expression about appearing before the Lord is so good. It means you've got to show up. It means you've got you to get there. You've got to get to that spot to that place. Uh, it might be a walk. It might be a, a room in your house. And it's a place where you meet the Lord and you meet him there every time and you appear before him. Mm -hmm. um, whether you feel like he's there, whether you feel like you can break through, or you can touch him is all secondary. You know, if my son called me up and said, dad, I'd really like to get some time with you. Can I just come, come over? just be with you. And I would just, I would, I would weep. I mean, I would just weep. And suppose the Lord is just waiting there. And we just said, Lord, you know what? I don't know what to say. I don't even know how to do this, but I want to spend some time with you. Yeah. I'm not good at it. I don't feel like I'm getting anything. I don't feel like anything's happening, but I want you to know, I just want to be with you. That's it. Whether I get anything, I donate anything, that's all together up to you. But I want to be with you. Right. Mm -hmm. That, that Tom, I'm really glad you added that because I, I, I would say this not just to you, Nathaniel, but to all, especially the young people who are just starting to figure this out or trying to. Don't gauge whether that time is valuable by how you feel about it. Right. No. No, it's not, it has nothing to do with how you feel about it. It has everything right. to do yeah. with how he feels about it. Yeah. We're doing that for him. Of course, we like to do everything for us, you know, so we get the help and we get the benefit and we get strengthened or we get encouraged or we get on fire or whatever. But, you know, saints, we're, we're, we're in a slave life. He's our master, Right. In that sense, of course, it's a slave life. It's motivated by love, not by duty. But I just sometimes spend time with my wife because I know she needs it. And I don't even think about whether it's a good time for me or not. You know what I mean? If you love somebody, you just do that. So I'm yeah. glad you said that, Tom, because many times it's wonderful and sweet and we meet him most of the time maybe. But even those times when I don't care, Lord, I don't care how cold or I how hard I feel. I just, I'm going to spend this time with you. Yeah. 
and and then you you can freely do whatever you want. This is your time. Amen. Amen. And I, I found I the portion in Psalm 42, <clears throat> verses 1 and 2. As the heart pants after the streams of water, so my soul pants for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When will I come and appear before God? Amen. Just show up. Just show up. 